0: Sarah hey it's Leanna and welcome back to girl you should talk to someone this episode is going to be all about zodiac enneagram and personality types and how we think they fit with us what we heard from our listeners in terms of how they think either is it true is it untrue Um, and we'll just dive into all the stereotypes and um, (laughs) there's Leanna's a Gemini, so just sit back and relax.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sarah and I have been talking about doing this topic for a while, but we're just kind of waiting till we were in the mood for it. And then recently I borrowed my dad's like old astrology book. It's like this massive textbook of like zodiac signs, like your birth date, your birth month, and just like kind of tells you everything there is to know about you. So that kind of triggered us talking about it. We're like, wow, let's let's do this episode now.
0: Yeah. So before we dive in, we'll do our regular updates. So things have been like kind of getting better. I would say like life is Mm -hmm. a little bit back to normal. In fact, like in the past two weeks, I feel like I've been busier than I have been in the past year. That like my body is just like, oh, yeah, you used to do this every day and like be tired Mm -hmm. all the time. Like we can't do this again, Sarah. But it's kind of fun. It's exciting. It's energizing. But at the same time a little draining and all but all good things on my end in terms of how things are loosening up patios are opening Mm -hmm. I'm double vaccinated now so I feel a lot more safe to do things a lot of my friends are either like single or double vaccinated or about to be so you know what they say instead of hot girl summer it's like vaccine girl summer yeah sure back yeah vax girl summer I can't say that (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah it's definitely it's definitely looking up for sure especially in toronto like it's a lot more lively on the streets now just like seeing people out it kind of yeah like i said it's definitely energizing which is nice because it's kind of just been for like a year and a what a year and a half now it's just we've been stuck in this like in between phase of opening and not opening and then seeing every other country open so we're finally getting there in canada
0: yeah slow and steady yeah, we're, we're getting there while well, we watch everyone else do stuff. But I'm, like, also so tired about, like, I'm so tired of having the conversation of, like, oh, my God, life's kind of getting back to normal. The last year was so crazy. I can't believe it. I'm just, like, I can't say this again and again and yeah. again. Like, we all know what it was. Let's just politely move on with our lives. But then there's nothing to talk about because no one has done anything that like it's so true oh it's like a vicious loop of this weird small talk I'm like oh what vaccine did you get oh like did you get any <laughs> symptoms like I actually don't really care I'm just ready to have fun
1: <laughs> yeah or like every small like elevator talk I have with people is like yeah like what are you up to tonight like literally nothing maybe socializing maybe not and it's just like funny like anti-social kind of conversations that you have with people and yeah it's it's definitely interesting because I feel like it's going to be like that for a few years until like we all forget about this pandemic which, I
0: can't I can't do like... this small talk shit anymore
1: like <laughs> yeah like did you have fun like did you see anyone this week oh no no I didn't did you do this oh no I didn't oh nice like it's just kind of but like... now
0: I'm hearing like different things than that I'm hearing like oh my god like I haven't seen you in, like, over a year and a half. Like, what what'd you do this year? And then it's kind of like a joke, like, yeah, we didn't do anything either. It wasn't that crazy. And it's like, yes, it was. Like, fuck, let's move
1: on. Yeah, like, let's just put it behind us. But So what would, um, what would your Rose and Thorn be this week? I feel like you had oh. a fun week so
0: far. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, and, like, you know what? Yeah. I'm reminding myself as I tell this story, like, many more worse things could happen in life and like it's really not a big deal whatsoever but um, I think it's also a product of like over socializing in the last two weeks that like I was like alone with my thoughts for like 12 hours and like went wild Um, (laughs) but first of all let's start with my two thorns I guess Monday morning I woke up extremely tired had a coffee choked on my coffee and you know that like cough you do when you like kind of choke on something and like there's like something stuck in your throat yeah I had that yeah it kind of hurts like it feels like there's like a phlegm or like I don't know what it was it was like the milk from my coffee or something who knows and then I convinced myself that because I had a little like tickle in my throat and my throat kind of hurt from like kind of getting things like something going down the wrong way that I actually was positive for COVID with absolutely no other symptoms and I hadn't talked to anyone about it I was just see, like sitting at my desk alone at home like rumorating about it and then I told my coworker I'm like I think I need to go get a COVID test and she's like oh why and I'm like I don't know I have a sore throat and a cough that's like of course she's gonna be like yeah maybe you should but like it was even true like you still have a cough no I had like a Something was stuck in my throat cough for like approximately 40 minutes. And then I called my boyfriend and I'm like, okay, like, and he had my car that day. And I was like, I need the car home. I need to go get a COVID test. And he was like, excuse me? Like, do what do you mean? Do I need to get one then too? And I was like, well, I have a sore throat. He's like, since when? I'm like, I don't know, since like 10 this morning. He's like, okay, what? And he's like, you're actually, you're crazy. Like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but he's like, you're being wild right now
1: and, and like- then you also texted me cuz you were supposed to get together that night to record this episode and you're like hey don't think i can make it gonna go get covid test yeah And I was like, and I read like all that. Then I read the afterthoughts of you after. And I was like, wow, you're pulling such a me right now. Like sending me all of your thought processes Well,
0: when everything, anything happens with COVID, I'm always like, I got to be like so upfront with people because I would hate to be like the friend of a friend that like, they just didn't think to tell them something. And then like something bad happened. Right. So like, I'm always like, oh, I have like a sore throat or a tickle in my throat. So I totally, and I'm like, I kind of have a sore throat and a cough. I'm going to get a test done. And then I talked to my boyfriend. I talked. I talked to Leanna and they were both like, no, no, like you're absolutely (laughs) fine. Like, and then guess what? I went outside, I went for a walk and I realized, okay, I'm actually really dehydrated. I haven't had a real meal today and I actually feel totally fine regardless of the fact that like I haven't taken care of myself today. So then I came full circle and I was like, no, I actually was being crazy. And like, if you ever, if you looked at the messages with Leanna or with Michael, it would have just been like me, like oh my god freak out I have COVID I need a test actually it's not that bad um I think you're right okay I'm not going for a test okay I'm fine (laughs) yeah that's exactly what it was yeah that was funny so then I was like okay and we were supposed to record this in person right now we're not in person but we were supposed to record it in um, in person yesterday and I was like you know what I'm still coming Leanna like I was being crazy I definitely do not have COVID and like 24 hours later here we are and I feel like 100% like I don't know and then I get in my car I start driving to Leanna's house have everything like this would have been our first time recording in person since we got all the mics and like she would have had a mic we would have had this great setup and I'm driving I'm like 10-15 minutes from where I live and my radio is like cutting out and I'm like oh this is weird maybe there's like a connection issue with the radio station and then all of a sudden my like speedometer stops working my odometer stops working all this stuff in my dash just goes like boop. And I was like, oh, that's not good. So then I pulled into a gas station, thank God, before I was on the highway. And God, yeah. I pulled in and I was just like, okay, I need to call Michael and just tell him what's going on. And he's like, okay, no problem. I'll be there. Like, this probably, like, this happening or this happening. I don't know what any of that means. But I'm like, okay. And then the car, like, just fully, like, dies. Like, the keys in the ignition, it's on. And everything just kind of, like, shuts off. Later to learn, like, it's not that big of a deal it was the battery and the alternator which charges the battery so all the electronic stuff in the car didn't work because the battery wasn't charged so anyways the car is being fixed right now yay <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: week oh, what a day actually that was just like such a and then I remember we're talking like you're like I can maybe record tonight I was like no just I could have with your just deal with the car like you've had a day
0: i could have though because actually michael picked me up and we got caa to tow the car and i was home within like i don't know 40 minutes from the car dying but yeah after that you're
1: just you're done for the day you just need to go to bed
0: yeah no i no i didn't though (laughs) um do you have any rose my rose is that um Yes, my rose is that tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, so the rest of the week I'm off work. And yeah. I had like a crazy busy day at work and I never want to be anyone that has like back-to-back meetings every single day because it's, oh, it's disgusting so like exhausting. Anyways, it's over, it's done with. I'm on vacation now, but it's still like I still have like anxiety from my day at work that like I don't feel relaxed yet. And I, pr- and yeah. also my car is like not fully ready. So I'm like worried about, I'm supposed to drive to a cottage tomorrow, like worried about that. But like everything will work out. And that's what I'm working on these days is just like letting the universe take its toll and I'll deal with whatever happens. <laughs> i love it i feel like i can't even top that <laughs> you yeah, know i i hope you can't <laughs> um
1: hmm let me think okay i'll start with a rose oh yeah i don't even know what my roses okay i'll go with a thorn so okay. thorn is that yeah kind of going off what you said about the universe taking its toll i feel like i haven't been in that mindset to just like let it do its course and then kind of let things happen like i've had a lot of like just like overthinking and anxiety about just like, I think also like as much as I'm happy that things are opening up and I am more energized, I think half of me is also like anxious about it because I'm like, oh, I have to be social now. I have to be this. I have to be this. But I'm also like, but I've been so comfortable for this year of living alone and just not doing anything and kind of had my little small circle of friends, but like I've been so isolated that it's like, oh, but now I don't have to be isolated. I can actually be social. So I've been dealing with that conflict, I feel like a lot in my head. So that will be my and it's just like was a lot like these last two weeks. I think it's kinda getting better right now. I don't know. I feel like it'll be my thorn for the whole summer is like dealing with that like dynamic of like wanting to get out there but also like wanting to stay in too.
0: But you also know now, like, okay, you don't wanna live like COVID life. Like you wanna be social, but you don't need mm-hmm. to be like to the same extent that we used to be, like running ourselves dry, like Yeah, I talked to my therapist about this and she's like, you got to merge like the best of both of those worlds and find a way to make it work and then like be really strict in your boundaries and don't really care what anyone thinks about them. No, for sure.
1: And I think also like you have to also push yourself to say yes a bit more because I feel like my initial instinct is always to say no and be like, no, I can't come or I don't want to commit to that. But like I'm trying to be more of a like a yes girl. Like realistically in three weeks, I am free. Like I have nothing to do. So why am I already freaking out about a potential plan in three weeks? Like, yeah. I just need to, like, let let it go and just not overthink everything to max. Like, so, yeah, that's kind of like a thorn I've been dealing with. And I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that mm-hmm. same way. So if you are, don't worry. Um, a rose. Oh, I do have one. So I read the book um, Burnout by, who's it by? Amelia and
0: something Nagowski they're sisters yeah
1: and it was so I borrowed it from Sarah it was so so good there's so many great chapters in there it like I think that kind of helped me get a little bit out of this like slump I'm in it like really just like motivated me a bit more and made me feel like like okay I'm not the only one feeling this way and yeah we're talking about possibly doing an episode about that book and I'm like super excited for that like there's so many good stuff to talk about and I highly recommend that book to anyone who hasn't read it yet. Especially if you're kind of feeling down, it's one of those good books to read.
0: Yeah, it's good. It was it new new information for you? Um, not new. I mean, some.
1: I think I just said, said things in a different way that I haven't yeah. heard before. But like, you know, those basic self help kind of stuff that it talk. I don't know, say stuff like topics, but. Like, for example, one chapter was about imperfection and, um, like, how that is in your – your how that plays a huge role in your life. And I've always, like – I love reading about that kind of stuff because I struggle with the idea of imperfection. But I liked how that chapter was – how it described it. Like, I thought it was – it was new how they presented it to me.
0: That's exactly I how I thought, too. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I was reading it and it was like – I already know this, like, yeah, like, take care of yourself, take breaks, like, when something doesn't feel yeah. right, take a step back, but, like, the way they worded it, it was a little bit more a- attainable, like, actually doable things than it was to just hear, like, nice quotes on Instagram about self-care and burnout and stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, I guess we're going to start with our enne- Enneagram, is that how you say it?
0: Enneagram. Yeah, I think Enneagram, I think. Enne- enne-a- enneagram. Enneagram, yeah. And Enneagram, I don't know. (laughs) So, and then
1: we're going to read each other's kind of like types and like analysis
0: and just talk about it, I guess. So for the, for people that don't know what an Enneagram is, it's basically like a personality test where you can take it for free online. And the psycho that I am since I was like 12, I used to take these like personality quizzes all of the time to find out like, who am I? But um, this quiz is actually really accurate. It's like, I don't know if it's like based in psychology or social science or something, but it's not just like a random one that tells you you're this and you kind of are like, what? That doesn't really describe me. Like if you actually take the test and you do it in a meaningful way, it can actually be like really descriptive of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily all like good things and bad things. It's talks about like why you're driven to live the way that you do. Um, and, mm-hmm. and also talks about personality, but I would highly recommend if you haven't take time, like maybe 15 minutes for the test and see how it goes. I've taken it a few times and a few times I've gotten a different answer, but I notice like when I'm not actually being honest about how I'm responding, when I'm kind of like, I don't know, like who I'm trying to impress the robot that reads the quiz. But like when you're actually honest about the things that you do and how you react to things, that's when you're going to get the best result, obviously.
1: Yeah, I feel like with personality tests, you kind of have to be in that mood to take it because there's times where I'm like super depressed. I'm taking one, they end up being like the really depressing personality type. I'm like, I don't know if that's actually me though, or like, or it is. But like, it just I find that like my mood really affects how I take these tests. Can you hear my cat right now?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one second.
1: I just gave her food, so hopefully that shifts her up. <laughs> um. But yeah, well, like I was saying, I feel like you have to be sometimes in a certain mood to take them because it will affect your answer. But yeah. also with Enneagram specifically, there is nine personality types and you do find traits in all of them, but they say like from childhood you'd emerge with one specific trait. Like at least it's more strong. So yeah. you can find your like a type three wing four, type five wing six, but you will still have a dominant a dominant. Type.
0: yeah exactly and like the wings and things that the, you can find that stuff out when you like read more about your type but like yeah. the main one is the the type and it goes by number so like one to nine
1: okay so let's go into sarah okay so sarah is a type three which is the achiever surprise surprise <laughs> <laughs> <There>. <laughs> so that means she's success oriented and more pragmatic you're driven excelling adaptable Adaptable and image conscious. So that was one I actually thought interesting. I don't find you image conscious, but it says that basically you. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, you don't really care what people think, but I guess there's a. You want people to view you in a certain way. Is that how you see it? Like, you don't want people to see you in a negative way or.
0: Yeah. It's not necessarily image conscious, like, oh my God, I have to look like to the nines yeah. every time I see people. Like, it's not a physical image conscious, but it's like my persona or like how do I come off to people and I will like change it up depending on who I need to like impress or what I think will be socially acceptable at that group or whatever it's it comes on a lot at work like I'm very image conscious and it makes it like I feel like sometimes there's a fine line between being professional and then like being too professional where like because you're constantly image conscious about what people are thinking about what you're saying is you're not no longer like personable. So like sometimes Mm -hmm. I like kind of struggle with that with close friends. It's like, you know me, you're going to get what you're going to get kind of thing. But yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So next would be your core values. So one of them is recognition. This is true. I think you acknowledgement of their status is important to them. I feel like you like, like, if you do something great you like to tell people, I don't know. Not in a bad way, though, but, like, you do – you're kind of – you like to shout out to the world, like, hey, I achieved this, I did this.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, one I'm... of my favorite things to tell my friends is, like, <laughs> sell yourself. Like, you are your own yeah. – like, you have to yell at people about who you are. Not yell at, you have to be, like, proud of the things that you've done because no one is going to yeah. be proud of you unless you're – telling people how proud you are of yourself however it's also a fine line of like I never want to come off as like cockiness um and and I hope that I don't but I I do like to share because also I find like like receiving recognition for me is like it's like an ego thing for sure but it also helps me to like see like is what I'm doing like important do other people think it's like important like is it is it valuable in this world or is it just something like that's just in my head? Hmm. I remember
1: reading like a line one time or I watched a video saying how you have to romanticize your own life. And that's such a true thing. Like some of us have a hard time. Like I have a hard time doing that. Like just making your life like romantic and just like kind of like, and like looking at it in a different lens. And I feel like you're really good at doing that. I struggled there.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> Distracted by the cat. <laughs> Um anyone can hear her, I apologize. She's being needy right now. Um, okay, so other thing says that you're very goal-driven, which we know. You have a type A mentality, which we know. <laughs> and you have a relentless drive for self-improvement, which is one of the key things about you. Like, I feel like you always wanna improve yourself and you're always driven to have that self-improvement. Like, you never get tired of that, which is a great quality to have
0: it's like a therapy session I love it it's yeah it's it's good it like I would say it's a double edged sword because I'm constantly looking at like okay what can I do to like boost my resume or like make my LinkedIn look more cool or what opportunities can I involve myself in Mm -hmm. but sometimes it becomes like why am I doing this am I doing this for self-improvement or am I doing this to appear self-improved Well, the image conscious thing
1: there you go yeah true um, this one's my favorite one. It says that you like to get things done, and you wanna, and it's more important for you to plan than to waste your time daydreaming. Oh my god, so <laughs> accurate about you. That's like our biggest opposite traits is that I'm such a daydreamer, and like, we you just like don't even. And I remember talking one time about how like, oh, do you ever like have imagined yourself in different scenario and. <laughs> do this stuff and like imagine you could be like an old like in the 70s and you're like no oh. I'm like wait really it's <laughs> like so I do on a weekly basis where I'm like in the 1800s how would I act
0: like absolutely not I'm like what do I need to do in the morning <laughs> I'm like what would I have been like in 1850 I don't when? I don't daydream which is why I don't connect to fantasy type shows or movies yeah, you, or books you because like to oh, you me I don't like Marvel <laughs> to me like there isn't any like and it's not sad to me to say this but like I don't believe in like fantasy like fantasy doesn't exist to me it's like I like the reality and I like to hear like about other people's realities that could be real or are real like to me like I don't care about monsters and ghosts and superheroes because those aren't real like what's real to me is like stuff that happens or has happened or is likely to happen
1: Yeah, I remember in university, like, me and our other roommate used to always watch, like, Vampire Diaries and all those, like, shows that were, like, about vampires and werewolves and shit, and you're always like, I don't get it. Like, you just didn't understand why we liked it.
0: I, no, you know what, I can get why people like it, because it's, like, an escapism type thing to another world. I totally get that. It's just, like, and who knows, maybe if I watched one of these things, like, I might like one of them, but I really, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm... Yeah, I'm not a daydreamer. And I don't think it's to say, like, it's not a lack of creativity, but it's more no. like I'm much more interested on, like, the bottom line and, like, okay, if we want to do this, how are we going to do it? What steps do we need to do? That, to me, mm-hmm. makes me calm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I'm going to go over some main traits. Um, I'll just do the ones that we haven't talked about. So, extremely busy and on the go very true jam-packed schedules and meetings that's a big one I feel like also like you're doing a good job at like not trying to make it less jam-packed these days which is a good thing yes may have interest in improvisation or acting which is interesting because it was saying you don't like daydreaming but I feel like acting is for people who like that imaginary world. but you love acting so what would be like why like where's the connection there
0: to me that doesn't feel like daydreaming at all to me that feels like living out someone else's reality and being able to perform I'm just saying
1: to me I I like
0: acting but like I never wanted to be an actor I really liked like I was on like improv team and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like I never wanted to be a serious actor learning lines for a thing like that to me didn't feel like me what felt like for me was like you just like go in, throw something at the wall, see if it sticks, hope people laugh, hope people enjoy themselves. but nice. it's much more performative than it is like really like deep diving into a fantasy world of another story. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's interesting. I, I wanted recognition too, for sure. That's a big thing. Like I like when people <sighs> laugh. I like when people like it. like just being 100% transparent.
1: Yeah well the next one is that you're the stars of human nature so people look up to <laughs> you and I feel like you want them to look up to you but it's true like I feel like you stand like you do stand out like you're not the kind of person to go into a room and be quiet in the corner. No. Like you're gonna you're gonna stand out no matter where you are in the setting so also says you're voted class presence or homecoming queen.
0: I never got that <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> I'm just kidding we didn't have that. <laughs> um, well, at least we didn't have Homecoming Queen. You know what, I did not win an award that I was nominated for at prom and it's it still is a deep wound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, this one was surprising to me, So they may throw other people under the bus for their own advantage and appear untrustworthy. I don't feel like you're like that at all. But I don't know, I I don't work with you. So maybe maybe you you know what? I
0: don't I don't appreciate when people do that. You know what in Okay, good. If I if I was in full like ego mode, like I just wanna excel, I want people to see that I am so amazing, get the recognition I need, drive for success. If I was in that mode, I think easily I could Get into this thing of throwing people under the bus just. But you like, wouldn't
1: do it on purpose I feel like I feel like it would maybe just happen like you would look So amazing that they would just kind of Look like a shit person like would that mm-hmm. be The scenario because I can't maybe, see maybe maybe Yeah I like actually like I'm gonna make this person like sometimes I'm in the Mood to be like I'm gonna put them under the bus Because I'm just like they're being
0: annoying yeah no you know what Maybe and I don't know I'm like I, I think I Definitely could have I could be that way If I didn't check myself <laughs> yeah. for sure and it May not be like you said it might be unintentional but it, yeah. it might just be like I'm gonna work the hardest so that I get the all the recognition because everyone else is kind of invisible next to what I've done because I'm gonna yeah do it all but it's not like I but I'm not saying it's it could happen for sure like
1: yeah no I feel like that like even I can do that like I feel like if I'm working really hard at something and I'm putting all my effort into it and the person next to me is doing a half-assed job like I get so frustrated with them that I kind of want to be like yeah say something to like make hold them accountable because I also feel like it's a learning thing like if you're not working hard and a job you're being paid for it they need to be told because at the end of the day this is your job you're being paid for it so like do your work properly like meet your deadlines yeah. so yeah I get oh that move where I'm kind of like if you're constantly not meeting deadlines like obviously everyone doesn't do it all the time like I don't do it all the time but it's like a constant thing I kind of want to be like I'm gonna throw in the bus because like I'm sick of it
0: <laughs> yeah and and the thing is Because I'm so image conscious, especially in the workplace, is I never want to openly throw anyone under the bus. I would do it so quietly that like no one would know it was me in a very kind of manipulative (coughs) way. Like no one would know it was me. So I still look great. Or I would do it in such a way of kindness, not to say that I do this, but I could totally do this if I wanted to, like, in such a kind, weird way that, like, it doesn't feel like throwing under the bus, but it ends up turning into that person getting, like, a talking to or someone saying, hey, you need to pick up your socks. But it's not coming from me, and it never did, (laughs) quote-unquote.
1: Everyone take notes.
0: tell you. <laughs> but I also hate.
1: I would like, never to want top. to
0: appear untrustworthy. Like I, yeah. one of my biggest things is like I want people to feel like I'm reliable and trustworthy. So like I mm-hmm. would never do anything to to jeopardize yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't think so. The next line though is very true. <laughs> uh, I know. I didn't think this is true, but I guess
1: now I'm like, oh yeah, it is. So her basic fear for type three and Sarah is of being worthless, and I guess. Yeah, like that is true. After what we've just talked about, and your basic desire is even more true to feel valuable and worthwhile.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, and my biggest fear, like it might not be like out loud that I would think that, but I have, I do have a worry of being a burden on people's lives. Like I never want to burden people with too much work or, like, too much emotion or too much anything where it feels like I'm kind of invading their personal space. I have come Mm -hmm. to learn, though, that I am not the enforcer of other people's boundaries. That's not my job. So, like, I can just live my life and be respectful and it's up to them to tell me when either I'm being too much. But, yeah. And worthwhile – that comes from wanting to be, like, valuable and worthwhile. Like, what can I give to people as a friend? And now I know, yeah. like, through year a year of therapy now, I'm like, it's nothing that I give. It's, like, friends don't give you things that make you want to be friends with them. It's that their presence and their personality, like – Yeah. They're not, like, showing up with, like, flowers and gifts and – And you can't always do that for friends. Like, I feel like giving is also just, like, as a friend, like, for
1: me, the biggest thing is someone just being present and being there. Like, they don't have to, like – give me flowers and all this attention but as long as they show up and still kind of like acknowledge your friendship and your existence then that's enough for me
0: yeah I and I sometimes get caught up in like okay how do I show this person that I'm a really good friend and it's like you I you don't really have to do anything other than like just being there making the effort like talking mm. to people like you don't actually have to do tangible things like send them things no like for sure but like I get caught up in that a lot like am I being a good enough friend do I need to do more to show them that I'm a good friend
1: wait wait, wait. so what have you given me this last year <laughs> where's the tangible stuff I want
0: uh <laughs> no not well I mean like I haven't really I'm given kidding. anyone anything but like it's not <laughs> to say I haven't thought of like like so many like, times I want
1: flowers next week. So, I want okay. chocolate.
0: Here, here's I'll tell you what happened. I never thought about getting <clears throat> chocolate. You okay. like Ferrero rocher, but it has a gluten in it. Um, so sad. The other day I was thinking like when we were meeting up, I don't know what we were doing. Maybe it was a week or two ago. Now I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Leanna's today I'm gonna stop at Longo's I'm gonna pick up flowers before I go and then I was like oh Aww. my god I was like oh my god I don't have time for that like I think it'll be okay if I'm like I would rather not run late and like just show up I think it'll be fine and then I remember when you first moved into your apartment I showed up to like see it and I was like oh my god I didn't bring a home warming gift housewarming oh, I didn't gift. Think about- but like I shame myself for like not thinking of them soon enough or not doing oh, really? yeah see
1: I'm definitely a person like like giving was that love language where you get gifts like that's just not my love language
0: no yeah and so you know, like it's yeah. just like
1: if people give me something I'm like shocked but like this is my birthday then I kind of like it when I get things no but cute. like but
0: like I think people that have that love language it's like an everyday thing that they appreciate yeah, yeah.
1: no some people yeah that's not my love language but Feel free to bring flowers anytime you want.
0: Uh, You know what? I will. Now that I know that that's what it takes to be a good friend with you.
1: Yeah. Preferably roses. Okay. Next. Um, So this is my favorite. Famous people who are type three. I put the ones that we like knew. Because there's some, I'm like, you won't know who this is. Um, Beyonce. Which is like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Which is like your favorite person. I
0: think the person type three, but it kind of makes sense. I think she's like she tries to play herself as like a like a more like oh whatever things just kind of fall into place but like she's very calculated.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, like she's yeah, like for sure that's how she's been so famous and makes the did she like gross the most money of all artists or something.
0: Yeah, and everything she does like if people know Taylor Swift like plants little hints here or there about what she's, she's doing so next calculated. like I can't even follow it. Like, all detail is decided upon. There's nothing yeah. left up to chance.
1: And then Brees Witherspoon, which I, I didn't think of her as a type three, but like she does have that very like motivated, like achiever personality. I mean, we know her of- so well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> They're like crystal friends of ours that we we're,
0: were just talking about. <laughs> okay, and then Oprah. I definitely, so, yeah, I definitely see Oprah. I see Oprah. And I will say the last thing about this is one thing I am working on is being less calculated, letting <laughs> the world happen, knowing that like whatever happens, happens. I can't really control everything. So that's what I'm trying to do because as you can tell, I like to organize, control, control and lock it down. Okay. So now that we have done my um, therapy session, it feels, it feels good. Get to know me. Um, we're going to go into Leanna's type. And so we're not the same type. Surprise, surprise. Uh, surprise no one is shocked surprise. by that. Um, however, we are right next to each other in the types, um, oh, meaning yeah, sure. that in some ways we could be connected. So, Leanna is type four, and this is called the individualist. Some of the key points are that she's a sensitive and introspective person. She's expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Those are her four (laughs) best traits.
1: I know. I love how like it's so negative.
0: Those traits. So, do you kid? Kid, I'm gonna say expressive. Yes, in the way that like you are <laughs> an open book, like to tell people anything and any everything that's on your mind. Yeah. Um. And also, like you're you're keen to like talk about things, like you're not shy of like talking about deep conversations. So I would say like expressive yeah. comes out through that yeah. too. Dramatic. I feel
1: like your face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See, it's so funny because, like, I don't think of myself as dramatic outwardly, but, like, inwardly I'm so dramatic.
0: You are both. <laughs> oh, okay. Good to know. Because you're expressive, and if you're internally dramatic, you express all of that, too. Like, I'm sure things are more <gasps> dramatic internally, for sure. But... I think
1: when I think of a dramatic person, I think of, like, Cher on, like, Riverdale. I'm not like that, but I but am dramatic. But that's, like, dramatic. bitchy.
0: You're not, like, bitchy. Like, you're you're not, no. like... You're not like a one of those, like, high school girls from, like, sitcoms. Like, I think that's what we all think of as dramatic. Like, a teenage, angsty, like, popular yeah. girl that's, like, mad at her mom and, like, wants – whatever. I would say you're dramatic in that you don't, like, censor your feelings. Like, you're not, like – so the way that we would look at a situation in terms of how we might respond would be very different. You would be expressive and, like, dramatic in, like, this is my emotion and I'm feeling this way and I, I'm i going to tell you. Whereas I would be like, uh, I feel this way internally, but like I know the best move here in my mind, which is probably all made up, is that like I think that I won't be as useful here if I show up with this kind of emotion, even if it's oh, yeah. what I'm feeling. I'm definitely not good at hiding that shit.
1: Yeah. I feel that stuff. Especially at work, too. Yeah, okay. Uh, self-absorbed. Like... I definitely think about myself a lot. I still don't know if I'm self absorbed like to the point where I'm like I only think about myself when I'm around other people, but I do think a lot about
0: myself. I'm I'm gonna say like I don't think these words are like <laughs> negative
1: negative, negative. Like, yeah
0: exactly like you're not self absorbed to the point where like you're egotistical and like yeah, and like can't not. talk about anyone but yourself like that's not the issue you are though like very aware of yourself and everything that happens to you is an important thing that needs to be like thought about talked about understood dealt with. yeah yeah for sure
1: and then temperamental i mean i'm a gemini so there you go. Yeah. Well, it, you're like very
0: it's like you're very ruled by emotion. And that that's what it feels like. Even though we're not into the zodiac yet, like even your enneagram is very like emotional, right? Like you're expressive, yeah. you're dramatic, and they're not bad things. It's just that you're letting your emotions govern. Yeah. Myself. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Uh, so your core values, authenticity and self-expression are the pinnacle of the individual's existence oh, that's a good line
1: yeah I guess um I feel like type threes wait I'm type three type four sorry is that what number you're type four yeah I feel like we care like I remember reading about it and it was like saying how like you want to be different and you want that to be known
0: and yeah. I feel like you always talk about that too you're always like how would you make you yourself different <laughs> or like make a mark on the world that's only yours and I'm like I don't know. Like I don't think I can yeah. do that. Like I've never thought about that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I no,
1: don't that's something like something I feel like I think about a lot and like I always want I think it's part of being emotional. I always want to be authentic. So I show my emotions because that's that's me. So you kind of what you see is what you usually get. Yeah. I'm oh, it's true. Bad like at first dates, because I just kind of word vomit everything about myself, and they're like, hmm, but there I'm sometimes run there's, away. But
0: sometimes there's good in that because, like for example, you would be like fully authentic in that moment. Like, here's oh, what's yeah. happening. Like, I'm gonna tell you all these things about me that may or may not be like things you say on a first date, but you don't really give a shit and you just say it. And then other people might be more calculated. Then once the person gets to know them more, and they let loose, and they're like, yeah, they're like, wait. Who are you like when the first four dates like you were not like that and because pe- people do put on a front usually right?
1: They do and I remember the one thing that I do want to work on is like saying less right away all the time <laughs> like sometimes I can just shut up a little bit. <laughs> Well, you don't need to tell your first date that you're depressed
0: and have anxiety. Uh, no, but... no, I don't. I don't think that's what like really is not really a panty dropper.
1: <laughs> or that you have like daddy issues.
0: But then here I am. There's, like... Yeah. So there's a fine line between being like, wow, this person was really able to open up to me. Like, yeah. So, so you know what? I don't really think The Bachelor is authentic. But what I'll say is like on this current season is that they are it's all, like, kind of fast-forwarded process of dating, right? Because, like, yeah. the second date, they're all sitting in a circle talking about their, like, deepest, darkest secrets. But, like, what I will say is, like, the the people that usually do well and, like, win or, like, run a or whatever is they're, like, they're, like, onions, but they're authentic onions. They, like, let one layer go. Then, oh, like, the okay. next, they, they, like, let another one go. But they're not, like, putting on, di- like, different personas. It's all them. No. But they're just yeah. slowly, slowly. But – and, like – it feels not rushed, but it also doesn't feel like they're, like, closing off, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, just, just frozen constant, you know? <laughs> okay, your next core value is that, or number fours, and their your ultimate goal is for the world to recognize and appreciate their wholly unique identity. So this goes right back oh. to the first one of this, like, self-expression and needing to have this individualistic existence.
1: Yeah, the world a big it's a big thing it's a big ask i know honestly i want to be best-selling author one day so just white world look out for me
0: remember my name (laughs) so i'm trying to find similarities between us so like we both are interested in this idea of recognition yeah but for different aspects like you're more interested correct me if i'm wrong is like You want people to see all of you and that all of you is recognized because you are so unique and different and bring so many really cool things to the table that nobody else could bring.
1: Yeah, like I feel like when I go to like a group setting or a social setting, I never want to be like that basic person or like just like like any other girl out there. Like I always like to show my actual personality because I feel like if I pretend to be someone I'm not, it's just like I, I just can't do it to be honest. So, like, I'm not even good at doing that, mm-hmm. but I like people seeing my like quirky, awkward, kind of weird, goofy self. Like, I like showing that right away, but I also feel like that I've come a long way to get there because when I was younger, absolutely not. Like, I remember university, like, I feel like first, I mean, I don't know, we have different opinions of how I was in university, I thought I was very shy. And awkward but you think I was social well but, no
0: when I didn't really know like you were I, like everyone was kind of like not themselves in yeah. first year you're like navigating really strange waters like even if you want to be authentic like you don't really know how you're not really even like emotionally aware of that stuff yet
1: yeah I feel like I'm like you know like when people have like those roles like you're like there's a popular girl there's this girl like mm-hmm. I can never pretend or act like I'm any other role than who I am because I'm just so bad at it like I can like I just I it just will not work it won't translate yeah even if I don't realize it like I just can't put on that front yeah even if I want to like I'm like oh I'm gonna be that like cool calm sophisticated girl never happens calm what is that
0: no that's not really you
1: (laughs) yeah so yeah
0: yeah like a lot of the things that we are not similar on is like what we learn from each other I think like the way that you're like oh I'm just gonna be who I am and like I want people to see who I am without me calculating it in a certain way I'm like oh I don't even know if I'm there yet like I I like to show up in the way that I think people want me to show up like what I what I think about myself comes second to what I think people want from me in the social situation a lot like Unless I'm with my closest friends, like, I I read the room and I think, okay, they want someone that's like this, turn that on. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. that's not a healthy thing to do all the time. Like, there is a time and a place for that sometimes, like, job interviews or some sort of settings. Yeah. But, like... I feel like those settings, I'm... Actually, you know
1: what? I feel like I've said funny things in interviews where I'm like, I shouldn't have said that.
0: But also people are, like, people relate to, like, authenticity and it kind of, like, lets yeah. the, like elephant out of the room and makes people relax a little bit when you're like oh okay like this person can say like kind of like quirky things and like people that means I can kind of say what I want to say and be more real if that person is more real like opens the door for other people to be that way yeah if you show up authentically
1: yeah no it's true I feel like one of the ways like I could easily be authentic is I make fun of myself like I always have humor about myself and I like I love like I'm my biggest jokester in life like, whenever we're being, like, funny with each other, like, you tell funny jokes, I just, like, make fun of myself. It's it's actually really
0: true now that I'm thinking of it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I've always been that way, so I feel like, and that's probably defense mechanism in some ways, but at the same time, it's, like, that's how I can show who I am in, like, a non-direct way in some ways, because I just, like, kind of, like, even people I don't know, I just make fun of myself, and they're, like, haha, I'm, like, either you can handle the joke or, like, you just think I'm weird, but, like,
0: But you don't care. That's a cool part about it. It's like I just say it, I'm like,
1: oh, they think I'm weird and goodbye.
0: I would be like, Oh my god, my life is over. Like they I have an ounce of personality that they didn't like. (laughs) Okay, Um, your next value. So type fours strongly believe that they that their striking that their striking difference from others should always be consistent. They see themselves as fundamentally different from other people around do you feel that way? Yeah, I'm pretty unique, Kristen, know.
1: Do you feel that, do you
0: feel like, because I think we've talked about this before, like, this need to be, like, I know basic is a word we throw around a lot, but un-basic or, like, anti-basic, like, is there a need for you to show up in a way that's, like, oh, that girl isn't just another girl wearing bike shorts and a big t-shirt and showing up, like, and it's not always fashion, right? It's also like yeah. personality and interests and
1: I feel like a lot of type fours could be those girls who have like the red hair or the cool vintage outfits. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like they're those or they wear those like really like big boots that like they... go up to the knees. Like those are definitely type fours. They
0: like show up on a unicycle, like
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm not that for sure. I feel like in terms of my outward appearance I have very specific standards I want to meet for myself so that like I don't I don't know but like in terms of like my personality like yeah like I don't like to be if someone were to call me basic I think I'd be very offended because I just don't want to be a boring uninteresting personality Mm -hmm. like I like to like know that like I'm a unique person when I meet people like they're like oh that's
0: Leanna she's this type of person and I that's nope. how I see you oh good so it works like there's literally no one I know like you perfect <laughs> like the whole not thing, the whole but,
1: plans and working out so far but also
0: I find like <laughs> when you actually really get to know people like everyone is so yeah everyone is right? so unique too it's, yeah, what, it's but it's thing. when people don't actually like we know people that like you don't even really know who they are, even though, like, you may have known them for a long time. Like, their real personality is not really there. So it's like, it's easy to just call them, like, a Toronto girl or, like, a whatever girl or, like, a basic guy. Like, yeah, but that is, like, it comes clear through, like, the way you interact with people. Like, you, you aren't gonna just show up and be, unmemorable but not in a way that you're going to be the life of the party but just that mm-hmm. you're not going to show up and they're not going to be like oh like who is that random girl in the corner like like one of those like random Toronto girls or something like I've never heard someone say that about you but also that's like that's something that you strive against so
1: yeah well wow, I feel like I sound so cool and confident but like realistically I'm like hmm, the whole time just a nervous wreck and vern <laughs> vomiting which makes me seem different <laughs> So the next point that's gonna come up in here the next
0: point I actually like I put LMFAO next to our document that we're reading off of when I first read this so the some of the this is your last core value as a type four succumbing so to trends we'd be considered the ultimate act of self-betrayal <laughs> that's so true that's what I'm is, like so like what do you mean what does it mean by trends because all I think about for trends would be like fashion trends I don't really care too much
1: about fashion trends like if i don't like it i'm not gonna wear it but sometimes like trends grow on you because that's what trends do it's like all marketing mm-hmm. you see the more you see the more you're like hmm, that's cute but like in terms of like like social media trends i'm like so against all those <laughs> i'm like i'm not gonna get tiktok and be on tiktok or i'm not gonna post my insta story about my vaccine because i'm not gonna do those things like i'm very much like in that way not because I like do it on purpose I just like I feel like it's just not me to do those type of trends
0: so it's like more like social trends
1: yeah like I guess it's social trends like I'm not gonna I don't know I guess yeah I guess like social I mean social media is the biggest trend right now I feel like so like I don't know what else like Twitter trends I like, I never did those I don't, things I don't
0: know what a Twitter Whenever trend I love
1: the Jonas Brothers I was like ill know they suck me too I'll bet. or no also like One Direction everyone loved me them too I
0: could not get behind that I don't know what it yeah. was
1: I feel like when everyone is like all for something I'm like mm, I don't get it
0: I can but. relate I can relate because yeah there's definitely been things where I've been like hmm why do we like this <laughs> Like yeah, why collectively like, are we all obsessed with this? Right yeah, now? TikTok so. though. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure so you. your personality traits. So prominent artistic outlets. So I would say you're not like when I think of artistic, I think of I'm like artistic, like painting or that kind of expression. Like, like I paint. I'm not good at it. <laughs> yeah, but you like definitely like see things in in that kind of way. I lo- I love artistic
1: yeah like I love art I love anything artistic and creative but like I'm not necessarily I don't have that outlet necessarily in me as much so maybe only in like writing yeah
0: I think that that, that that works ish the next one is definitely true at least for me is quirky and endearing like there's something Aww. about you that is definitely like and it's not in a way that you're like. Oh, Leanna, I feel bad. It's like, oh, like this girl is so sweet and like funny and like, just like I don't know how to describe. I guess quirky is the right word, but like you're not quirky. Like I don't know. I feel like you see quirky TV character shows, and uh, that's not no, how like, you are. Like, yeah, I feel like TV just like ruins every personality trait. Yeah, yeah but yeah, exactly. I would say quirky. Oh, it's cute. Thanks, quirky. Like you, it's because you're like authentic about it that it doesn't seem like annoying. It seems like yeah. Like, you, you get to see who you are, like, through that. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it, but, like, it becomes, like, a nice thing about you.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that <sounds> so funny.
0: <laughs> melancholic expression.
1: Um... <laughs> I'm definitely so melancholic. I don't know if I show it all the time. I probably do. But, like, when I'm alone, I am so melancholic. Like, I think about everything wrong in the world. Yeah. In one, in no, one you sitting. do. In one hour, I'll be like, poverty, animals dying, um, like, homelessness. And I'll be like, the world sucks. I'm depressed. Why am I living? Like, all these things.
0: These are the texts again. And I go, okay, so what time are we meeting
1: again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, this issue is so wrong. Like, what the hell? And I just, and then it will just, like, come in and out the year. And then I'll be, like, on to the next melancholic topic. Yes. So, yeah melancholic is that's a thing
0: strong <laughs> strong sense of identity so this is like all about your whole type type four is all about this yeah. like identity and this need for like, an identity yeah
1: so like they definitely type four is want to be independent and want to like be distinct and not put to a group of people and like
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of just like i don't know
0: you're yeah, not you're not like a sheep But at the same time, I wouldn't say that you're, like, type A, like, leader of the pack as well. But you're, like, off on the side, like, doing your own thing. My own thing. Yeah. Um, Do you feel a sense of emptiness? (laughs) This is the next (gasps) personality trait.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you're so melancholic, you kind of feel empty inside (laughs) at times. (laughs) So I feel like that kind of comes with it. Like, you can easily... (laughs) feel like there's nothing left to think, care about because everything sucks yeah <laughs> like I don't know like yes 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 and no like I think that's I think that's like a passing feeling of emptiness but it's not like something that's always there I'm not always empty yes. although I have always said I'm kind of cold-hearted when it comes to like sad shit on tv or people being sad like I don't shed a tear I don't like I'm, I'm sad for them but I'm also like I'm not gonna like cry
0: about it That is the that, opposite but that doesn't ra- seem right like that feels like I shouldn't be the one crying and you should yes, be the I'm one I'm so crying. emotional
1: I'm emotional about I don't know like, like
0: you're Sarah you're cries emotional about, about your feelings maybe yeah. I'm emotional about other people's feelings <laughs> so I'm self-absorbed clearly
1: yeah no I get sad about other people's stories like but it has to trigger something in me but even so I can easily disassociate even if it's something I can relate to I can easily just be like, nope, I'm not going to let it affect me. Moving on, not going to cry. Same.
0: I can do that too. I can disassociate all the time. What do you mean? When I'm like interested in it, like, like, but like if you were to show me a really sad video of someone right now, if I was like, "Mm, not in the mood to get involved in that, I would just like respond in a really like non-emotional way and not feel any type of way about it.
1: Sarah cries over
0: the Bachelorette.
1: Let's just add that in before we move on.
0: Okay, event. You know what? There's a lot of sad shit that gets expressed <laughs> on that show. Uh, okay, your last two. Passionate about self-expression. This we already know. And distinctive <coughs> inner and outer presentation. Interesting.
1: That's a that's like a Gemini thing.
0: We're a psycho. It's all this distinctive shit. Like you can't be like anyone else. <laughs> yeah we're all true. basic
1: i feel like i should be like a different person like i should have like red hair a lot of eyeliner like i should wear like crazy stuff but i don't i'm so boring compared to other type fours probably i like,
0: don't a i need line. to find out like all my friends types now and like map everyone out
1: yeah um okay yeah, i think that's most of the stuff that we went over
0: your oh let's go through your basic fear Which we, okay, this has been said. Um, Your basic fear is that you have no identity or personal significance. And then your basic desire is to find themselves and their significance. So it's all relative to being this individualistic, unique being.
1: (laughs) I just thought of something. Like, as a kid, I remember, like, always thinking about what was going to be written on my tombstone. I don't want to be, like, loving mother, loving this. I want to be, like, what. I want to do something because what's going to be on my tombstone? I've always thought about that too. Yeah, like, what are the people going to write? Like, just loving mother, if I ever get married,
0: friend, wife. Yeah, what do you else? want them to write? Like, badass bitch with combat boots that wrote a book? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to be like best selling author or. I don't think people put that on their tombstones. <laughs> I want it on my tombstone. Whatever I uh, cheat eventually, in not.
0: My- a- here lies leanna pascalone not basic <laughs> underline not underline think basic toronto girl <laughs> okay and some famous people like you Billie eilish why did you write lol of course next to because her she's so melancholic and True.
1: depressing it's i just love like, her hilarious. Music. But, but she's
0: so depressing everyone that is in your type that you listed here all like most of them are like musicians that make sad ass music that I yeah. I like. Billie Eilish, Bob Dylan, Rihanna, who not so much. Um yeah, Johnny I Depp. Find ups like definitely melancholic and type four. Amy Winehouse, like rest in peace. Her music's amazing, but also very sad. Um mm-hmm. Bob Dylan, oh you put that twice. And then Luna Lovegood. I don't really know who that is. <laughs> she's from Harry Potter. So she's like the kind of person that's like
1: that girl that has a different hair and different outfits and wears like cool sunglasses, which okay. I'm not like, but like I can fully relate to her. I secretly call my cat Luna Lovegood, FYI. Okay. I
0: didn't name
1: her after her, but like, Loosely. it how it works. Loosely, yeah. Loosely named after her. I was like, Luna Lovegood, but she's just Luna.
0: So, I'm ready to go and get your hair like chopped, pixie cut, like dyed electric (laughs) blue.
1: You know, I do change my hair a lot though. Maybe that's my way of expressing myself. And I have actually dyed my hair. That didn't go well.
0: Really bad. Did not go well. But you change your hair a lot, but you don't actually like do a a change. You cut your hair. Like, I'm talking like people that like shave their head, then they like grow it back, then they do like a faux hawk, then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The most I've done is like ombre, which turned horrible. Yeah, I do like changing things though. Like I like to always have a different style, different this. Like I like to change shit up a lot, and yes. I get very bored easily with like you do. my appearance. You do. You're so, always
0: like, like but- shopping for shit, and I'm like, girl, we haven't even worn the first stuff that we bought yet. Like, <laughs> that's
1: why I get rid of all the clothing. And I, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you're right. So
1: that's my you- way of doing it. Interesting. Wow, therapy. <laughs> okay, so this is the end of part one, where we talked about our Enneagram personality types. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we dive more into our astrology.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.